But if the servant plainly says, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free. Then his master shall bring him to God, and shall bring him to the door or to the doorpost. And his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. Exodus 21 verses 5 through 6. This week we conclude the series titled, Having a Heart for People, with speaking from Brother Minoru Chen on having a listening ear that enables us to sustain the weary with a word. This meeting was held in June of 2016 in the San Francisco Bay Area, California. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. Brothers and sisters, I want, to, I want you to have a similar burden. And that is, you will cry out to the Lord. You will know how to be with the Lord, to incline your ear with the purpose of being instructed, to have an instructed tongue, so that you can get a specific word for a specific person. Not give a message like this but a specific word for that specific person that no one else will get except you because you're burdened for him or her. The beginning of a long journey for me to learn how to care for people. Go on. We must learn in the presence of the Lord. These are all quotes from that book. To be dealt with by him under his light. Brother Lee, then start to work on us. And surely I've working on me. He said, the first thing is go to the Lord. Amen. You know, we have the word come and go. Come to the Lord first. Brothers and sisters, we say, oh, let's go preach the gospel. Go, go, go. I tell you, I would hear say, come, come, come. Come to the Lord first. Come to the Lord to be in his presence, to be dealt with by him under his light. In order to bear fruit, we must deal with the Lord to be new, fresh, and tender branches of the vine. We must deal with all the hindrances to have a living of bearing fruit. You see, this is, I spoke about this in John 15. The f- verse 2, verse 1 is what? I am the true vine, you know, father is a husbandman. Verse 2, those branches that does not bear fruit, I will take it away. Like the Lord couldn't wait. It's all about fruit bearing. I want fruit. And then it says, those who bear fruit, I will cleanse or purge, that they may bear more fruit. The Lord doesn't care for anything. He just wants fruit from you. People from you. And in order to bear fruit, the way... The life way is you have to be cut. You have to be perched. You have to be dealt with 
in so many hindrances in your being so that you can have a life of fruit-bearing. Brothers, And that's why I say we need quality time. This kind of dealing does not take place in three, two or three minutes. I spend days, hours, just with the Lord. Just lost. Crying out to him. Pleading with the Lord. Begging the Lord to get through with me. That if I don't, that's it. I'm, I'm finished. I can still do all the right things in the church life, you know, this, but I cannot bear fruit. I say go to the Lord, brothers. And l- listen to this. And we must deal with our natural disposition to become flexible in caring for people. Brotherly worked on this one, if you read that book. A big reason why we cannot bear fruit is due to our natural disposition. He got into this. He got into this. You just don't have a warm disposition. You are just cold. You are icy. You are steely. You are aloof. You are not approachable. You are not loving. You are not flexible. To gain people, one of the most important things is to be flexible. But you're not by your disposition. This dispositional dealing became so real to me in the context of fruit-bearing. Left to myself, I don't need to deal with my disposition. But to bear fruit, I must deal with my disposition. Brothers and sisters, you all have a particular disposition that hinders your fruit bearing. Don't say people are not open. Don't say the things are not open. You are not dealt with. You are not touched. You're not changed. So you cannot bear fruit. It it was that. I think you get a little feeling now. And in this light, I have to face the Lord, face myself, to say my disposition is cold, introverted, not sociable, you know, in a good sense, not sociable. I have an aversion of people. Despite my activities and busyness in the church. I really don't care. I really don't care whether they go to hell. I don't care. I just care I'm serving, I'm functioning. I'm a good brother. I'm going on. That saint, that new one, that's their business. That's me. I'm not saying that's you. I'm saying that was me. Oh, I did open to the Lord to be purged. The more I open, 
the Lord will purge. If you don't open, he won't purge you. But if you open, he will purge you. I was so desperate one night. This thing is so... I cannot go on anymore in my Christian and church life. I couldn't. And so, one night, I was with my wife. I just got married at that, around that time. Just got married. In a little one-bedroom apartment in Huntington Beach, down there. I was almost like became crazy, a mental case. I almost became a mental case because of that kind of pressure. I didn't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So, in, I just opened to my wife, newly wedded wife. He didn't know, she didn't know what to do. She knew what to do. And all I could do was just cry and wept. That's all I could do. And, you know, at least she was there. And she didn't know what to do. I was just weeping like a baby. And... Of course, she stood with me, she comforted me. But this is not even a matter that can be solved by human comfort. Because the Lord wants to get through. The Lord wants to get through. So, that's just one little window. But it was over a period of time. And to complete the story, and I shared this with some of you before, it was at the same time Brother Lee gave those messages in Genesis concerning the changing of names of Sarah, right? From Sarai, excuse me, to Sarah. From Abram to Abraham. The change of person. Sarai means my princess. Sarah means princess. Abram means the exalted father. Abraham means the father of the multitude. And you go read that life study. And all I could say is, this is Sarai here and this is Abram here. All I care for is my beauty. All I care for is my exalted state. I desperately need a name change. That is the change of my person. To turn me into a true princess and to be a begetting father. At that time, I said, Lord, I don't care whether I'll be an elder co-worker or this spiritual attainment or that. Lord, I must become a begetting one. That's the only thing I care for anymore. I must become a shepherding one. I must become such a one. I cannot go on if I don't. Well, the Lord was merciful. And I want to testify to you, dealings work. 
dealings work. Don't be afraid of dealings. That's how the Lord transforms us. Let me go on. Well, let me say this. I realized then, almost at the root, is the touching of the disposition. A non-caring disposition. A cold-hearted disposition. A self-centered disposition is the problem. Okay, see, I'm not going to finish up this. Wherever we stop, we stop at 520. We must pick up a burden to care for people. You see, now he comes in. Brother Lee, now he comes in. We must pick up a burden to care for people. I hope you can make this outline for all the saints. This should be accessible somewhere. Better yet, get the book. Better yet, get the book. Unbelievers, young believers, new believers, and weak believers. Now, saints, just think about those four words. Unbelievers. Young believers, new believers, weak believers. Unbelievers, the unsaved, the sinners. Young believers, the junior high, those younger than you, the college age. New believers, those who are newly saved. Weak believers, the dormant, backslidden saints. We must care for them as, a nursing, as nursing mothers and exhorting fathers to be fishers of men and feeders of the lambs. And so here, for the first time, this 1 Thess- Thessalonians 2, 7 and 11 was open to me. I think you know what that is, right? Don't you know those famous verses? Chapter what? 2, 7, and 11. But we were gentle in your midst, as a nursing mother would cherish her own children. 11. Just as you know how we were to each one of you, as a father to his own children, exhorting you and consoling you and testifying. I pray read this. I listen to this word. And I was most touched with these words with these words that appear in both verses. Her own children. His own children. The Lord asked me, you're busy running around. You're serving me. You're doing all these things. Thank you very much. Where's your own children? Your own children. People you beget. You fed, you raised up, you fostered, personally. Where are they? So Brother Lee, in that training, in one training said, tonight I'm giving you an assignment. Every one of you mean business. This week you have to go back and go to the Lord in the way I prescribed and ask the Lord for some that is laid upon your heart as your own children. This is my word. As if they are your own children. And next week, when you come back, I'm going to check. He only gave us one week. Next week, we came back. Sure enough, he called this one, he called that one. 
Tell me, who are your children? I want names. I want na- he wanted names. Then this brother, whatever, would say several names. And one of those names happened to be a brother, young brother, who lived in his brother's house. You know, this brother is a married brother with a brother's house, and that single brother that he named lived with him. But I say, okay, let's say it's him. Probably come and say, are you his child? Do you really think he is your father? Is it real, true or not? That's how Brother Lee trained us. And he was serious. He was not just making fun. Brothers, who are your child? Who is your child? Who, who are you caring for? Who is yours? What is his name? Or what is her name? You may say, I care, I, I could say, I care for the young people. I was a main coordinator of the young people, hundreds of them at that time. Really? But I don't have one name. I don't have, I did not have one name. That means I did not have my own child. And I failed. I like to see so many saints in your ranks. I'm not here, you know, I'm, I'm stirring things up and all that. But I'm not here after some huge, big 5,000 people will come in tomorrow. Let's go get them. I'm here asking, brother, who is your child? Name him. Your conscience will bear witness. And even that person will bear witness. You are the father. Or you are the mother. A nursing mother cherish her own children and an exhorting father um, testifying to the children. Well, it's already that time. I need to go. I'd like to ask you to at least get this sheet. Maybe someone take a photograph and just (laughs) use this to... Spread it for the time being, and then you go and get that book. I hope it is for sale in the bookstore. And this is uh, a certain message. You know, it's not everything. That book covers a, a lot of subjects. But find that and read that, and you go to the Lord. I don't care how much you get to know these points. I care that you have dealings with the Lord very seriously according to this. Until... You have the experience that I had. Maybe you are not like me. You are not like cold and uncaring like me. It's possible. It's possible. Still, you need to go to the Lord. Until from the now on, until you meet the Lord, you will not live one day on this earth, not one day, without caring for someone.
Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.